Okay, y'all, welcome to the Don't Call Me Ash podcast. Hey, you guys, this is my first podcast. I just wanted to try this out. Um, I got this app from trying to listen to one of my, um, somebody's podcast, and they referred me to this app. But anyway, y'all, so I felt like this was a good topic to talk about. So... This month is September, and maybe this this episode can help a few people, you know. I lost my mom September the 11th, 2012, at the, and she was 49 years old. I was 14. So imagine having your mom for only 14 years, y'all. It's been rough. Um, I Let me go back to my background. Um... I was born in Alabama, and my mom and my and my dad was were married. It's up to her death. They had been married for like twenty something years, y'all. And it's me and my sister. I have an older sister at that time when my mom passed. She was twenty two, twenty three, maybe. And I was a uh, uh, um, a freshman in high school, freshman in high school, just a month in, y'all, just a month, and I remember the, I remember when my mom first found out that she had breast cancer, actually, we had went to California for a whole week, um, we was basically out there with my cousin, my mom's niece, and we stayed at her house, and we was out there for a whole week. And when we came back, my mom rushed me for school, and I also went with her to get a mammogram. And I never thought that the results of her mammogram would be that she had breast cancer. And at that time, I was like, I was 14. I was very positive on, okay, my mom has cancer. She's going to survive. She's going to survive. She's going to survive. She's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. I never seen my mom sick before, but okay, this is a new journey. And I'm just going to see how this thing go. But anyway, and I know, I think this is still summer. Yeah, this is still summer 2011. Summer 2011, July. 2011 um my mom had went back to work from our vacation and when she came home I think she came home in the middle of the day and she was saying she had they had called her at work saying that she had breast cancer and so I remember even going to the Going to the appointment with her and my dad, and sometime that August, we, not we, but she had surgery, and I've never seen my mom like that before, and I was pretty much terrified, like, I was even scared to touch her, she had, like, she didn't get her breasts, did she get her breasts removed? No, she did not get her breasts removed. And so, but she had surgery on her breast, 
and it had like a pump on it and it had like not a pump but it was a thing where blood was going into and so um that was very scary for me i never seen my mom like sick or in a situation like that so yeah i was kind of scared you know and then my dad took care of her from the moment she had surgery to the day she died my um father he was a business he is a business owner so he had the privilege to you know not having to go to work every day being there with her to take care of her and this one thing i always remember that that about my dad he took care of my mom to the day she died until the and then I remember the day she she passed. I remember the morning that morning. Oh well, technically she died at two o'clock in the morning, so technically it was the next day. But the day before, um, I remember I was it was a school day. It was a Monday, and I just heard I was sleeping in my room, and then we had a. Uh, like another big room in our house it wasn't too far from my room and my mom was sleeping on the couch at the time because that was the only place she was she could actually get up in or whatever and so it was a noise she was making and it was a it was just a terrifying noise to me because it replays in my head sometimes. And she, I remember my dad and one of his friends had rushed her to the hospital. And I stayed at home. And my grandmother at the time, she, um, not my grandmother at the time, but um, my grandmother who lived across the street, she had came over there with me before I went to school. And so... She um she stayed with me until I went and got on the school bus or whatever. And so my dad was texting me throughout the day saying she's good. She just had to get some blood, you know. We, as soon as I got off the bus from school, my auntie was there to take me to the hospital with my um with my parents and then my sister was there from college. She went to Jacksonville so she was like an hour or two away and so um later that night maybe like 10 11 not maybe not even 10 or 11 it was probably like 8 9 we went home because I had school the next day and so um I remember going I went to, I I still go to bed early, but then I went to bed early. So I was probably in bed probably as soon as I got home. But anyway, um, and I just remember being asleep. It had to be like 4 a.m. maybe when I heard my sister screaming. So I, I'm a light sleeper at times. So I, I wake up, goes down the hallway and I see my my um my dad holding my sister. She's crying and she's screaming. And then I remember, I remember the ex- 
exact place we were in the house. And I think, I think I blacked out once my dad said that your mother is gone. And hearing those words are, is just so, so heartbreaking. Like, I think I blacked out because I know I just, I, I think I did, cause I rem- I just remember being in that hallway. Then I remember sitting when I opened my eyes, I was sitting on the couch, and I just seen a whole bunch of people around me. It was my mom's brothers and sisters from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it was just it was just so surreal. It was so many people in my house at like seven eight o'clock in the morning, and I just never thought I would hear those words so fast so quickly at that moment at that time I never in a million years thought that I would lose my mom especially 14 years old to this day it's still it's still so heartbreaking to even hear that hear the words she's gone even think that she's gone and nine years later, I nine years later, I can't believe I survived nine years later. Even though I can say I had, I have a really good support system, a really good one. I have a great support system, but I was a mommy's girl. I was a mama's girl. When I say I was attached to my mama's hip, I went everywhere, almost everywhere with her. Almost everywhere but worked with her. And when she was at work, I was calling her like, they knew who I was when I said, can I speak to my mom? You know, when I said her name, they they be like, hey. I already know who this is, you know. Just to be like, what you doing? What you cooking for dinner? Oh, can you go buy me some Taco Bell? Something, just anything. Just to call my mom. Because, you know, I love my mom to death. And I feel like every girl needs their mom. Every girl needs their... Every child needs their mom, their dad. And... But just... Losing my mom was just so heartbreaking. And I'm going to keep saying it. And I'm trying not to cry recording this. But if you ever lost a parent, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you. Um, You can reach out to me. I will cry with you. I ain't going to say I'm going to be your strength. Like, I'll talk to you. I'll comfort you. No. Well, we gonna cry together. We gonna cry together, girl, or man. You know, we can cry together, cause it is. It's hard out here. Even at twenty three, I still need my mom, and I'll still be hollering. I need my mom at forty, sixty. So, be grateful. That you still have your mom. If anybody out there still have their mom. Be grateful. That you still have her. Cherish her. Love her. Admire her. Adore her. 
all that because you never know when God calls her home and really there's really that kept me going is God I remember I used to break down and be on my knees praying to God don't nobody know this but I used to be in the bathroom every time I see my mom I see my mom in the situation she was in I used to break down crying break down crying asking God to heal her you know and I kept the faith but then when he took her all I could say was because I'm a strong believer in God and all I had to say was God just make me strong enough to still you know keep going in life I I understand that you needed her more than I did and that it was time for her to rest and be in her forever home and I felt I found comfort in that she didn't have to be in that pain that breast cancer gave her and To this day, I try to keep her name alive, her existence alive. I like to post pictures of her. I like to, you know, do all that. And, I mean, I don't know what else to say without crying. But... Coming on nine years, I'm about to graduate next year. Um, it'll be ten years that she's passed, and I'll be twenty-five after the ten-year anniversary. Yes, I have not been to my mom's grave in a minute, but I'm gonna have to go visit very much soon. Definitely gonna have to go visit her in my cap and gown, cause her daughter, her second daughter. Her, both her daughters are about to have degrees, bachelor's degrees. Yes, mama. It may took me a while, you know. Not long, but a while to get my degree. But I, I'm getting it, and I'm getting it for you. Everything I do is in honor of you. Thankful. I'm thankful for how you did when you was here on earth for me, Lord Jesus. Ooh. Y'all, if you ever experience this, my heart goes out to you. Um, I made 15 minutes. I didn't want to stay long. I can't even talk this long. I can't even believe I talked this long. But I pray that if you have ever lost your mom, Dad, grandmother, auntie, anything. Dad, keep the faith. Keep pushing. God will see you through. God will give you the strength to keep going. And always keep their name alive. And they're watching over you. Their prayers are still keeping you. And they see you. 
and all your accomplishments, they're front row. They have they have the best seat next to Jesus. They have the best seat next to God. Watching you, clapping for you, and that you know that one day again, I pray that I will meet them again in the eternal life. Hopefully in heaven. And I'm going to end this podcast right here. I will end with a, a scripture, but I don't have one right now. But I will see you on my next episode if I make one. Thank you. And it, and again, this is your girl. Don't call me Ash.